Hello, 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 everybody. This is Jay, aka the Moderate Texan. You're on the Moderate Texan podcast, and we're just looking to bring you right back to the middle here. But before we get started, I wanted to do something a little different today. As you guys can see, uh, my man Money Matt isn't here with me today. He he had prior obligations, so it's just going to be me today breaking down some film. But I wanted to do things a little bit different. Since it's just me and you. Um, let's 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 open things up a bit. I want to get to know all of you guys a bit. And, and to do that, I'm going to require or at least ask for a bit of participation from you. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, as you can see down below in the description, down below there, uh, I've gone ahead and I've, I've added my Twitter handle. Um, so if you if you guys want, go ahead and DM me your, your questions and anything that you guys want me to kind of review or look at in the film as I'm going through that. But I also want something from you. Um, as you guys know, last last week or the first week I mentioned, I'm a devout Christian. So I want to know, what is something in your life that I can pray for right now for you? I know there's a lot of people um, that are out there on the on the on the East Coast, especially in Florida, who are dealing with Hurricane Ian. Um, my hearts and my, my, my prayers go out to you guys. Uh, you guys stay safe out there. Anybody who's out there possibly watching this. Um, but if there's anything I can pray for you for, go ahead, comment that uh, right now here in the live chat. But if you're watching this later, go ahead and put that in the comments. If you're not comfortable with that, go ahead and DM me on my Twitter and I'll make sure I get back with you. Also, if you guys like these film breakdowns, um, as, as we kind of look and try and bring everybody right back to the middle, uh, go ahead and like, comment and subscribe. Let me know what you guys want to see. And, and how much you want me to dive into detail. Um, I'm learning as I'm doing this. So it's been great experience. I'm loving it. And I'll keep it coming as long as you guys, as long as you guys uh, want to. And obviously, liking and subscribing and commenting, that's all free. So it just helps me out, especially as a starter. With all that out of the way, with all the housekeeping out of the way, let's go ahead and let's jump in uh, to the film review. And let me just say this. Week three does have a theme. It's not a great theme, but it is a theme nonetheless. Um, so let me jump in here. Let's share my screen so we can kind of see what's going on today. We're going to do things a little different. Instead of me showing clips that are already there, I'm just going to kind of scrub to it, scrub through the film here so that we can get this started. So let's go ahead and get this first play watched. Oop, let me share again. All right, so let's, let's look at this first play here. Look at that. Beautiful. As you guys can see, this is a huge play. Chris Moore is wide open in the middle, right? Davis Mills had all day. Look at this. Two 1,000. Three 1,000. He has all day. And look at all of this space that Chris Moore has. Look here. We already got this man over here saying that's a first down and that's beyond. And we've got, again, he's even is leaving. He's even is leaving. All this is happening. This is a great play. Now, most of the time, you guys have known that my 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 theme with Davis Mills is that he rarely looks at the entire field. He never scans and looks at everything. But here, we can see he took his time and found the right target. He didn't force it to anybody. I think this is Cooks right here in the middle of the field. He doesn't force it here. He doesn't force it to the outsides. He doesn't try and force it to a check down here. 
which I think this is Rex Burkhead over here. No, he he simply waits. He allows the play to 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 draw out, and he hits a wide open Chris Moore in stride. Hey, y'all, this is my uncle, MD Stokes. Welcome to the chat, um, and welcome to this film breakdown. Now, also a little bit of a, a quick aside here. My dad is a huge Bears fan, so Bears still suck, but they won this game. So I'm going to do a little bit of covering of the Bears here, um, just so you guys can kind of get to see that. Um, so here in this particular play, Chris Moore is wide open. This is a great throw. And some of you might say Mills never actually scanned the whole field. He just kind of waited and he was looking at the middle of the field. Well, that's not true, right? The next angle kind of shows us that this is happening. So let's look here. Look at this. Mills scans. He goes through all of his progressions there. He waits for Chris Moore to come open. And he hits him in stride, which allows Moore to keep running. Let's look at this one more time. Good snap. Good hold. Everybody's got this. Boom. This ball is out. Moore wasn't even in the frame here. We couldn't see him, but we know he's already open. We saw it in the last shot. Let's get back to that real quick so you can kind of see what I'm seeing here. Here's Chris Moore right there. He's open. That ball is out and on time. That is the play that we're wanting to see from Davis Mills. Let's kind of scrub ahead. Let's move forward. Let's get to that next play. Unfortunately, uh, this is my father, y'all. This is my dad. Smartest man I know. Um, that's not true. I will never say bear down, although they are my, they are my second team in the NFC. So i got to love them. Um, we we, we got to show them some love here. But here on this next play, we are going to bash on their quarterback a bit. I love my man, Justin Fields. I think he's a great talent. Uh, but unfortunately here, he made a mistake. So let's watch this play. Let's, let's, let's see what's going on here. This is great play action. Oops. Jalen Petrie, the number four ranked safety in the league right now, intercepts Justin Fields. Now this, ladies and gentlemen, this was a poorly thrown ball, and that's unfortunate. Um, that was wildly unfortunate. Justin Fields is looking for a good play here, but I've done this with 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 Mills, and and you guys have seen this several times. On this on this play, Justin Fields gets the ball out quick, but he has time and he has the ability to scan the field. This is a good play by Petrie. He's at the right place at the right time. I, I don't want to take away from Petrie's gameplay here. This is a good play. But let's look right here. He's got an open man right here. He, as much as we hate the check down with, with Davis Mills, he's got a check down right here and right here. He can swing this ball anywhere. These people are open. And there's nobody close to them. Fields want to push this ball downfield, coupled with the fact that he was inaccurate, allowed Petrie, who's kind of not in the area if Cole Komet catches this ball. This is just going to be a tackle for maybe, what, a 15-yard gain? Instead, he overthrows that. And this is an interception that leaves the Texans able to, to get another play on that side of the field. And quite frankly, gets momentum going kind of in the Texans' favor. Fortunately, we couldn't catch it, cash in on the next on that on that next possession, but 
it is something that got us going. It is something that kept this game close. And actually, up until maybe late in the third quarter, this game looked like it was it was in hands in the hands of the Texans, especially as we went up there. And you could see that. Look at that. That ball is five yards overthrown. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Let's get on to the next play. Let's see what's going on here. So this next play is going to be focused on a player that I really enjoy seeing on the field. He's got, as, as, as a lot of us like to say, he's got that dog in him. This player is Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce has been a wrecking ball his whole career so far. It's, it's been a short career. He wasn't used a lot at Florida, but let's take a look at this play here. Let's go. Damian Pierce gets his first NFL touchdown. It's hard to believe that it took him three games to get there, but for some reason, we didn't use him for the first two games like we should have. This particular drive allowed da uh, Damian Pierce to really go. As you can see the play before, he runs us up to the one. And then the next play, they hand him the ball and let him run it in. That's exactly what we're wanting to see. You can see Mills there. Everybody gets up. They knew this was, this was going to happen. A bit of uh, concern later for Pierce, but we'll talk about that later. There is a play that was earlier there that uh, that we'll talk about and one later that we'll talk about, but this is great stuff from Damian Pierce. And what it seems that Pep is trying to do is it looks like he's trying to run the offense through the running back. And that's, 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 that's really good. Actually kind of reminds me of Arian Foster back in the day, how everything almost went through him. If the run game was cooking that allowed us to throw the ball. And that's what we see when we see Damian Pierce out there. Once he's cooking, you can see the offense has a different moxie, right? They play with a little bit more to them. The whole team actually does, especially when Damian Pierce, number 31, is playing well. Let's see more of that, Houston, if we want to get back into the winning column. Let's get to this next play, though, real quick. And as I'm going through these plays, if you guys have any questions or comments, go ahead. Put them in the chat. Um, Let's go ahead and see here. Now, to my dad, him and I have been have been have been arguing all day uh, about things, but on this one, uh, I definitely don't have poor judgment. I love the team that I love, um, and I love my dad. But unfortunately, here I'm a Texans fan first, and a Bears fan second. But go Cubs, go! All right, let's get to this next play. Um, and let's get to really the theme here of the game. I'm only going to show it in one in one particular play, but I really want to show it here. So on this particular play, we can see Khalil Herbert here. Herbert has run this ball down the throats of the Texans. And, and let's look at it from the side view. Oh, that's a missed tackle with Petrie. That's a missed tackle there. I think that's Jonathan Owens. And he gets tackled way down the field. That's not good play and that's kind of what we were seeing all game look at that I think that's Rasheem Green right there that gets run by you can't they can't let that happen right that leads you to getting gashed for 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 282 yards in the run game you, you can't let that happen that's not only bad that's historically bad uh, Texans definitely have to clean that up 
Um, otherwise, running backs that aren't second stringers, because remember, that's not even their number one running back. That was their backup because their number one running back, uh, uh, Montgomery, is out. He gets hurt at the beginning of the game. Their second and third string running back gashed us along with Justin Fields for 282 yards on the day. Got to say it, y'all. I got to go back to it. But bear down on that run game. That is no good. You can't allow that to happen. Lovey Smith has to be angry with that. He's got to be reiterating to his his men in the in the locker room you have to tackle our our defense definitely looks slow and sluggish and that i think that translated to the offense but our special teams that was not the case for them they continue to play very very well very very well indeed as we saw on that punt play a couple of things i'll say on this i definitely cannot wait until christian harris returns that's the rookie that we drafted i think in the third or fourth round. I don't remember. You guys will help me. Uh, uh, you guys will help me in the chat there and, and let me know what, what round he got drafted in. I don't remember off the top of my head, but when he gets back, he is, he's fast. He's, uh, he's, he's lanky. Um, and he's gonna, he's gonna get there. He's gonna hit people and he's gonna tackle. And that's what the Texans uh, defense is needing. All right, let's get on to this next play here. And uh, let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead real quick and shut this mess down real quick uh, with a bit of history. So give me a second here. Let me pull this up so I can get to the right play. What's up to my man Joey in the chat? Yeah, Mills is not the best, but uh. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Live with what we got. So let me get to the right play here. All right, let's get this playing. All right, let's look at this play. I would like to show y'all this excellent gym right here. This, my friends, is Jalen Petrie's second interception. We show that we will call this interception part two, electric boogaloo. Um, that was unfortunate. Another bad throw by Justin Fields. Again, look, wide open, wide open, wide open, wide open, but yet he tries to force the ball down here, and I can't quite tell. That's Mooney. He's trying to force the ball to Mooney, who did not really have that great of a game. He was kind of locked up all game. He's trying to force the ball there, similar to what we kind of see uh, Mills do with Brandon Cooks, and unfortunately, he overthrows that and makes Jalen Petrie one of three people in the history of the NFL to have a game like he did with one sack two interceptions and a couple tackles for loss in the same game. It was very unfortunate. Um, but hey, let's not take away from Petrie here. Petrie is in the right place at the right time. He's doing his job. And yeah, I'm going to say this right because it's, it's just fact. Uh, the Cubs are better than the Cards. That's just absolute fact. And that's the end of that conversation right there. Um but again, Petrie is doing his job, right? He's he's in the right position. 
He's at the right place at the right time. And that's what we want, right? We want you to just do your job, and this is what happens. This must feel actually like a really good game for Jalen Petrie because at this particular time, uh, Jalen Petrie is probably sulking a bit because in week one, he dropped the game-winning interception. I could have won us the game against the Colts. Um, and I know he's been raring to get back to it. He paid back, paid it back in dividends here. Got us two interceptions this game. Excellent stuff from Jalen Petrie. Now, let's get on to this next play because it is Thursday night, y'all. And you know what that means. It's Thursday night football uh, hosted by Amazon Prime. Uh, so let's let's get y'all there so that we can watch some of that amazing Thursday night football. It's going to be a good game tonight, I think. Let's get to the next play here. All right. So I've been praising Pierce. He's my favorite player uh, probably on the offense right now. But this play here, not his best. We're backed up. You cannot put the ball on the ground here. That can't happen. You can't even, you can't put us in that position. Look at that. Ball's over here. You, you, you can't do it. Look, it's right there on the ground. Can't let that happen. Uh, for a couple of stats here, this is the third or fourth time that Pierce has fumbled in the last three games, right? It's only been threes. You, it's only been three games played. You, you can't let that happen, right? This this has to be there has to be better ball protection. Um, and I understand Pierce has that grit. He has that want to get the extra yard. He wants to do better. He wants to be the spark for the team. But in situations like this, where you're clearly going to get wrapped up, I understand you're trying to fight, but fight for ball security as well. If it means it costs us a yard, it costs us a yard. What's interesting is after this play, and I'm betting Texans fans don't remember this, or they might. Damian Pierce doesn't play a snap after this. He's not there after this. So while this play call might have been wrapped up by the Bears' D, and keep in mind that the Bears' defense did play well here. When we look, when we're looking here. Right, let's let's play this again. When we're looking here, they swallowed this up all the way. Let's look at this one more time. We've got Titus Howard getting blown up over here. Actually, that's that looks like the tight end. Titus is over here. We've got this side of the line is just clogged. So running this way is not going to be good. Look, look, there's nothing there. I think that's 94 right there. He has pushed his he has pushed his man all the way back. He's got no space to really go this way because he's got two other guys over here. This run was doomed from the start. The Bears had this locked up. And the Texans didn't really show anything else. They didn't show play action. I know they have Mills rolling out here, but they didn't really show play action here. And I kind of wish they would have. Maybe that would have, you know, maybe having a receiver over here would have cleared up a running lane to where he could have handed it off. But that didn't happen. Um, so we see him get bottled up back here. And there's not really much he can do. He doesn't go down with the first hit, but... It doesn't matter because the second hit lodges that ball loose. And then we don't see Damian Pierce in the game after that. Let's take a look at it from this angle. So we can kind of see what's going on here. Man, look at that. Tight end is blown up. Look, there's five people in the backfield. That that can't happen. That's not good. A couple of things I want to say. I want to, pref I want to, I want to kind of throw this caveat in there. This is a rookie, though, right? Damian Pierce is a rookie. 
And he does have a lot of weight on his shoulders. The offense is trying to be run through him, and that's that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure, and I know he wants to live up to that. But, my man, protect the ball first. Can't have two fumbles in one game and expect to stay in and expect the coaches to trust you. All right, let's move on to the last play of the game. And this one, friends, it hurts me, but my dad is going to love it. Hurts me, but my dad is going to love it. Now, as we get this play started, uh, I think I'm a little. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get to the right play here. So we're here. All right. We get to the right play. All right. So let's watch this play. We all know, all of us Texans fans know, all of our Bears fans know what's going on. This is the end of the game. And Roquan Smith steps in front, and I won't lie, this is this is instead of interception part two electric boogaloo, this is interception part two pain, right? Because Mills did throw that interception in the end zone on the in, in the first half of the game. This one he threw to end the game, and that's wildly unfortunate. It hurt. It hurt for us Texans fans, but for my dad, my dad, he loved it. As he likes to say, bear down. It was not the best play of the game. It was a play of the game, and, and we'll definitely say that. But let's kind of look at this play. Let's break it down a bit. Let's really show you what happened here. So we can see down here, we have Rex Burkhead and Nico Collins lined up on the outside. Up top, it looks like we have Chris Moore, and I think that's Brandon Cooks. And I think out here, this might be Pharaoh Brown or maybe even O.J. Howard. I don't know exactly which tight end it is. I think it's Pharaoh Brown. So boom, let's, let's pause it here. So this play is actually well-designed. It, it is meant to put pressure on Roquan Smith here. You can actually see it if, if you're if you're thinking about it. It's pretty easy to see. There are two guys in the same area here. And these two guys, Rex Burkhead and Nico Collins, are meant to make him choose. Does, does he follow Nico and allow Rex to get an easy first down here? Because this is third and one. Or does he follow Rex and allow Nico to, to settle into this center area here and possibly get a big game? Maybe split these two guys. I don't know if that will happen, but make it get a big gain here. Excellent play. Mills has time. Look, the Kenyon Green has pancaked this man WWE style here. Hit him with his best power bomb. And nobody else is close to Davis Mills. But let's kind of go back earlier into the game. Earlier in the game, Davis Mills had gotten sacked hard because just like in the Colts game, an unblocked man came through and sacked him from the left side of the line. And after that play in the Colts game, Davis Mills was never the same. He, he was happy feet in the pocket. He was unsure of himself. He didn't trust that his line would hold up. This same situation has happened here. I didn't show you that play, but it's fine, right? I, it, it, it happens, and I can go back and try and find that play for you. But what happens here is that. He's happy feet. He's looking for the fastest way to get the ball out. He's not trusting that his line is going to hold up for him. One thing he could have done here to be better is if he had used the pump fake, which I haven't actually seen Davis Mills use a pump fake. But if he had used the pump fake, fake he could have 
drawn Roquan Smith over to, to Rex because he's he's staring him down right here. He's staring down Rex Burkhead. And just like Joey said last stream, right, Davis Mills stares down his opponent opponents. Why aren't other teams getting interceptions? Roquan Smith heard us, Joey. It's unfortunate, but he heard us. It's no good. It's no good. So he stares him down here. If Davis Mills wanted to make a veteran play, he pumps pumps this ball, gets Roquan here to jump towards Rex and hits this right here, or he pumps the ball towards the middle, making Roquan jump towards the middle and throws the ball to Rex. Either way, he gets this guy to react by not tipping the ball. Now, remember, this ball did get tipped. By, I think this is number 90 here. He tips this, which allows Roquan to get there. But a pump fake would have helped here. The other thing that's going on is, remember, I told you he had time. Mills could have scanned the field and looked the other way because, again, Brandon Cooks is open. Wide open, in fact. And he was open earlier. This is another time in which Davis Mills was just not good enough. He didn't make the right play. We saw it on the sidelines in the game that he just didn't make the right play. So let's look here. Look. So he looks over there. Cooks, Cooks was not open at that time. So when he throws this ball, Cooks isn't open. He has time. Right? Look. Look at this. Look at this. This man is this man is devastated. Look at this here. He has time. Make this. Make him jump over here so you can hit Nico, or make him jump back here so you can hit Rex. It's an unfortunate play. Roquan Smith, though, he was all over the Texans all day. He was blowing us up, showing why he deserves the money he's trying to make. Um, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Again, this goes with the overall theme that we've seen from the last three weeks, though, right? Over the last three weeks, we've seen the same things from the Texans. They're not making the right play. They're not doing enough. They're not tackling good enough. They're not throwing good enough. They're not coaching good enough. They're not doing enough to win the games. They do enough at the beginning and through the middle. But once it comes down to crunch time at the end, they're not doing enough. They're not buckling down. And that's indicative of the youth that's on the team. It's indicative of the talent. In order for things to get better, they're going to have to either level up a little bit in talent or they're going to have to get a little bit more disciplined. But as Texans fans, there's hope. We have players that are playing really, really well. Kenyon Green, as you can, as, as, as we saw, pancake people a lot. Damian Pierce continues to run people over and he plays really, really well. And we like it. Nico Collins seems to be finding his own. We've got Jalen Petrie and Derek Stingley on the defense who are very clearly playing well. Petrie, not so much last game. And neither did Stingley. He got burnt a little bit by Cortland Sutton. But he's a rookie, and they're learning. And that's what we want to see. We are in the middle of a rebuild. We know we're not going to be good. But all we want to see is growth. Right now, the offense isn't showing the growth that we're looking for. It is in some spots. And the defense is showing a lot more growth than we had expected. So with all of that being said, again, it's Thursday night. That means Thursday night football again. A good game out there. 
uh, about to be played or is probably already playing uh, between the Dolphins and the Bengals, I believe. Uh, so go ahead and watch that on Amazon Prime. Shout out to Amazon Prime. Um, hopefully we were able to look through that darkness again, just bring you right back to the middle, showing you that, yes, there is bad. Yes, there is good. And yeah, there's mediocre play, but not everything is as bad as we think. Sometimes players just can't make the play. And it just, it is what it is. Well, with that being said, uh, see you guys next week. Again, it'll be on Thursday. Again, I'll be at this game, at the Chargers game. Because, uh, again, I'm a season ticket holder, so I will be there in the seats, probably throwing my voice out um, and having a bit of fun with my wife. And uh, I will be watching for those plays for y'all. If there's anything you guys particularly want me to look for, let me know in the comments uh, down below. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember, this is the Moderate Texan. I am Jay. Bringing y'all right back to the middle. We will see you next time.